This episode of Nobody's Listening is sponsored by RiverNet. RiverNet is a social network created by Christians for Christians to have a secure environment to share whatever's on their minds in a non-judgmental atmosphere. <laughs> it's safe and it's free. So sign up or visit at www.riverofgracechurch.ning.com. That's riverofgracechurch.ning.com. Hey, um, this is Josie. I was just wondering what you're going to do tonight, kiddo. Um... Yeah, so totally call me back because I really want to see this movie that's showing at like 8 o'clock, but I really don't know if you're going to be available or not if you have this stupid band practice. Um, by the way, your band is retarded and it sucks, but I love you! This is being recorded. Deep within a secret dungeon. I'm going to have to go any minute now. I think they're coming. Oh my gosh. Okay, I have to run. You're listening to Nobody's Listening. So what does that make you? Hey, how you doing out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening, episode 63, brought to you the week of April 9th. We're a little late, and we're really, really, really not sorry. Nobody's Listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you, the listener, you, the fan, you, the uber stalker, to do the same. I'm your host. My name is James, and my brother's here. Psych. He's not. He's a loser. He is banned from the show. He's in uh, Florida visiting family right now. So I uh, I was forced to go with a co-host, a guest host, and uh, he's here today. You know him. You do. You know him as... The Killer Salsa Kid. What's going on? Introduce you to Nick Godbout right now. Nick, get right up on that microphone, Sorry baby. Sorry about that. That's okay. It's this a, is my first time. It, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> no innuendo necessary. This uh, Nick is awesome. He's here. But uh, today's uh, episode is sponsored by Blair from West Hollyweird. You guys know him as the freaky voice guy. He had a message he wanted me to read, and I don't understand it, and I don't claim any responsibility for it. That's my disclaimer. Here it goes. Owen Scott Johnson sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. And uh, he has a little subnote. The presence of O's girlfriend and Scott's wife uh, were edited out of the fa- that previous uh, poem, so it would sound like they were macking on each other. I did not understand that poem at all. <laughs> I think that was kind of the point. Okay. So anyway, what's going on in your life, Nick? You're in a band, are you not? Yes, I am. Do you want to talk about your band? Do you have a MySpace page? Um, Do you have a Facebook presence? No, I am solely against Facebook. Really? Yes. But pro-MySpace, but anti-Facebook. Not really. I've just never tried Facebook, and MySpace is hard enough to keep up with. Nobody. Are you afraid of Facebook? No. Nobody talks to me on MySpace, and I don't think anybody would talk to me on Facebook. So Social networking is not really working out for you too well. No, it's not. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm... Well, see, Jeff's not on Facebook. That's the problem. Who's Jeff? Your only friend on MySpace. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a friend named Jeff on MySpace, Uh, actually. Yeah, everybody does. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's the guy looking over his left shoulder. Sitting doing his work, yeah. Whatever. Sorry, dude. I, anyways, I hate to tell you that. <laughs> MySpace. Um, I'm in a band called uh, Snake Eater. I am very ashamed of that name. No joke. I yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like my name of my podcast I, either. I join. I joined I'm the band. Name it Snake Eater Podcast. And I, you can be called Nobody's Listening. I joined the band after the name was called. Uh, name was 
established, and so uh, I had no no say in it whatsoever. You should add the word Joe to the end. <laughs> then it becomes the coolest name ever. Snake Eater Joe. Snake Eater Joe. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll, I'll put it. I got. We have practice tomorrow night. So. That's why the kids call me the cool guy. Yes, because I got <laughs> got all this coolness. <laughs> so, where can they find you? Where can they find more information on your particular style of classical music? Classical, yes. <laughs> if you consider rock and roll slash metal, screaming Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> It's an inside uh, joke, sorry. Yeah. We don't usually do those, so I'll tell you sorry. why. It's my theory that every hardcore band in the world is actually saying, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. I love hardcore music, so whatever. But anyways, you can find us at uh, MySpace backslash, backslash Snake Eater Music. Check that it's out. It's actually forward slash, but don't worry about that. Backslash, forward slash, whatever. Backslash was in DOS. Okay, sorry. Before my time. It's forward slash. So MySpace forward slash. Snake Eater Music. Very heavy rock and roll metal. Um, A lot of our listeners are old people. Old people. And a lot of our listeners are young people. Okay. Who's going to like our mu- your music more? Um, We, I don't know. We have a lot of um younger kids that like the music. Yeah. A lot of, I don't know, I'd How say. Young? I'd first say. First graders? 12. No, not first graders. <laughs> Anywhere from a little yo gabba gabba action, <laughs> sixth uh, sixth grade to about mid twenties is who we usually see at our shows. So. Okay, yeah. Right. Do you have any stalkers, Nick? Any stalkers? Um, besides the the girl that I'm staring at right now, who would be my girlfriend? No, there's nobody else here, Nick. Uh, yes, there is. <laughs> I'm not imagining things, I promise. Nick brought a stalker. Yes, I brought my stalker. So vain. You probably think this podcast is about you. <laughs> Don't you? Oh, man. Uh, hey, you know what it's time for? That was like a little thing we do when we have somebody famous on. We don't usually talk about stuff. We usually just do this. Weekly update. That's right. It's time for nice. a weekly update, peeps. And um, mine is this. Um, I went to... Um, I went to a conference last week, and I came back. It was a kids' conference, kids' ministry conference. I came back, and, and I was really excited to come back because my daughter and I were going to do an art class together. It's going to be so awesome. She's like th- three years old, and they have art classes for three-year-olds. But it's a it was like a parent and child bonding experience. It was so awesome. And it was at 6 o'clock on Monday, right? And I record the shows on Monday, right? Yeah. And so I, uh, it means I have to come home early. I have to beat traffic. And I, I coordinated my entire day around this event. On the way to the house to pick up my daughter, my, my, I call my wife, and my wife says, uh, they canceled the class. Oh. I'm like, why? Why'd they do that? She says, um... Because Jenna was the only one that signed up. Oh. And I'm like, okay, one person signed up. They canceled the class. Couldn't they call the one person and let them stink and no? They canceled it like two weeks ago. And the only reason why she knew is she was looking for directions. It was on there. So here's what gets me. I learned to brag on myself from your dad, by the way. Here's what gets me the Father of the Year awards. What do I do? I stop by Walmart on the way. (laughs) I got three weeks worth of craft supplies and, and put together these crafts. And I call my daughter, and I'm like, she's all bummed. She's all sad. Yes, Daddy. I'm like, hey, they canceled your class. Isn't that terrible? And she's like, yeah, I know. I was wanting to go. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick you up. I said, we're going to Panera. Oh, and we're going to eat dinner, and we're going to have our own class. I love Panera. And, dude, we, we made a little princess scrapbook. Nice. Isn't that awesome? That's amazing. Okay. 
I thought so. We did the whole thing. The the you know we had all these comments because all these ladies, it's a total chick place, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, you're just so this is father and daughter and blah, blah, blah. and even the waitress is like, "Oh, la la," and she wanted to see it when we were done. Take your time. We close at eight, but you can stay all night. I don't care. <laughs> so anyway, we're leaving. We get in the truck. I'm like, "Did you have fun?" She said, "Yeah," <laughs> and I says, "Great." And she says. Now we can go to class. <laughs> oh. I'm like, what's a class, you moron? No, I didn't say See, that. See, that, that story would be a lot more heartwarming if you knew how cute his daughter was. They do. They Most do? of them do. Do they? Okay. Yeah, there's See? pictures. Oh, okay. See, out I there. I'm, I'm not on the forums and on the website. Yeah, so you're just a fault. wannabe yeah, nobody. Yeah, I know. I know. But uh, another thing she did real quick is we were in line, because um, again, Uber dad, right? Yep. We ride home in the truck together every fr- every Wednesday after church, and we listen to high school musical songs. Oh. And today I decided to stop by the McDonald's, and we're in line, and she's talking her head off about, my favorite color is everything, and I love turtles, and what are we doing? Because she noticed suddenly we're in line at McDonald's and said, we're going to get drinks, and oh, I'm three, that's right. <laughs> And uh, and I'm like, yeah, you like what? You want Sprite? I'm gonna get you a Sprite. You like Sprite? She's like, yeah, I like Sprite, and I like ice cream too. <laughs> I'm gonna knock you out. Gonna, see, these kids don't know how. I'm, I mean, I had no father. Yeah. You know, my mom threw ice cream cones at people. <laughs> Literally, that's another day, another story. Wow. But, but uh, she doesn't know how good she got it. She's like, I, I like ice cream too. So that was my weekly update. What do nice, you got? Nice. What, what um, happened to you? Last Friday, me and my band, Snake Eater, played the Uptown Theater yeah. here in Kansas City. Oh, that's which, a big deal. Yeah, it's a very, very big deal for us. It was our biggest show so far, and it was good, except for we were like the, not necessarily no-name local band, but mm-hmm. local band and the sound guy just didn't give a care about us. So Ooh. Yeah. I mean, our sound was all right, but... Yeah, and then this Monday I started my new job at Guitar Center. Oh, yeah. So if you are in the Kansas City area, come and stalk me, but buy guitars if you do, because <laughs> I need to make commission checks. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, so. that's not what you told me. That was your weekly update. Oh, my... my you were at the mall. Oh, no, we were actually your at uncle. Kohl's. Yeah. We were at Kohl's with my <laughs> uncle, and I love the man to death. But he is a paranoid schizophrenic, um, which means he pretty much has the mind of a seven-year-old. Um, but he's my favorite person to hang out with. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> but we were with my grandma and my mom picking out pants for him, and he... <laughs> he didn't like the pants, did he? <laughs> he didn't like the pants very much. That he was he, trying on in the... Uh... Yeah, so what he decided to do was take those pants off and bring them out to my grandma. <laughs> Only thing is, is he did not take the time to put his other pants back on. How old is he? <sighs> 47. 47. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say 47. So he walked out of that dressing room in front of the entire coal store in his underwear. Didn't phase him a bit. Nope. Innocent as anything. It was like he just walked out of his room into the hallway of his own home. <laughs> and there was a lady, you said. Yes. Yeah, probably 8 to 12 inches standing next to him. And so <laughs> she just, she just kind of smiled and laughed. Oh, wow. Uh, so I mean, good thing she didn't try and like press charges or anything. <laughs> it happens. So. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Yes. Boxers or briefs? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, boxer briefs. Oh, praise the Lord. So both. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Best of both worlds. Oh gosh. One of the 
many tools of the devil. All right, all right. Um, we do a thing called the LBB of the week. Many people oh. wonder what that means. They always ask me. They email me every day. I've been listening, and I don't know. I don't know what it means. Well, we've defined it several times. So you people, you need to listen. You need to pay attention. Yeah. The LBB of the week is the is a living, breathing butthead. And there are people like that out there. They just exist Ooh, yes. to be a pain. And that, that honor we bestow on one person a week. This week, the LBB... I've labeled her the super Christian oh, my morning person lady. She was at the conference. I go to this conference, first con- first session of the conference. It's a session on um, the care and feeding of volunteers, a very important topic in my line of work because I can't do it all. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the back. It's morning. I'm not a morning person. I got my bag. I set it down. And there's this lady. She is not the class teacher. She is not anything. She is just this lady that had too much coffee and too much Jesus, apparently. And she's apparently she's trying to help the teacher. She's taking it upon herself to be the assistant teacher. And she's asking everybody, uh, do you want a ticket? Did you get a ticket? And this lady's like, no, I'm cool. And she goes, oh, this is a church. Don't you lie. And so the lady <laughs> took a ticket because she just called her out in front of the entire class. And I yeah. hate that. I hate that so much when people do that to people. And uh, so I'm I'm just going to sit in the back of the class. I'm fine. And she says something to the general populace. And I and she know, and I made eye contact with her dad gummit. And I turned away as fast as I could. And she goes, sir, sir, do you have a ticket? <laughs> sir. And I just like, she's walking towards me. And I'm trying to ignore her. And she's yelling at me because I'm not paying attention to her. I just got up and grabbed my bag and start walking out of the oh. class as fast as I can. And she goes, sir, are you going to leave the class entitled to care and feeding of volunteers? I swear she said it exactly like that. And I just looked at her and I said, I don't like being called out. I'm sorry. And I just leave. No one ever I didn't does. say I'm sorry, though. I was the kid that ran out of the room crying when people sang happy birthday to me at my birthday parties, okay? When yeah. I was little. It didn't happen last year. Well, I was I was always the person that ran out of the room crying when someone said someone you wrote a song. <laughs> when you said you wrote a song that when you grew up you wanted to be a Barbie doll. <laughs> Which, oh my God! <laughs> That's the story we're telling right there. That's the story. The heck with all your other stories. I forgot about that one. I love it when this happens. Oh my gosh. So, LBB lady, you super Christian morning person lady, you're the LBB. And uh, we just got our story. We just got it. That's awesome. Okay, people, just wait till after this, though. Yes. News. All right, we do have a couple of news items. <clears throat> T-shirts are being ordered this week, peeps. Pre-orders have all filled up. You can still order a T-shirt. There's no limit on that, but I'm poor. And so what I'm going to do is we're going to have to do these in rounds. I can't just buy a whole bunch of, like, a stock of T-shirts because I don't know what size you are. I don't know what type of T-shirt you're going to want. I don't know if you're a girl, a guy, a teenager, a middle schooler, a teeny tiny baby person. You might be the smallest adult in the planet. I don't know what size you wear. So, you know, this is a chance for you to get your T-shirt now. Okay? So go to NLCast.com. Click on the merch page. It's $15. Get a T-shirt. It's an awesome shirt, and I'm going to get mine. You should have yours, too. Uh, you can also sponsor a show for $5. Go to NLCast.com. Click on Sponsor Show. Tell us which segment you'd like to sponsor, and we'll take care of the rest. Okay? There's a form. It's easy. It's fun. And it's free. No, no. Very, very few forms are fun <laughs> and free, but this one isn't free, so. <laughs> it's just fun. It's not fun either. The oh, kid, okay. uh, 
Oh, oh gosh, this is terrible. Um, just to put a downer on the whole show, the kid from the basement ghost man, um, the the kid actually Nick was in that story. I was in that story. You were the child being hugged by a giant black boy. Oh, Jeremy. And Jeremy passed uh, this past week. He died in a car accident. So I just really want to informally and formally dedicate this show to his memory. So in order to celebrate that podcast, people, you need to go back, listen to episode three this week, The Basement Ghost Man, and just remember uh, the little bit of, of his life that you got to share. He's an awesome guy. He's 20 years old, taken way too early. Uh, we love you, Jeremy, and uh, God, you God bless your family, dude. All right, we'll be right back after this with uh, a brand new, amazing featured story. I got a bad feeling about this. Featured story. Okay, this featured story is kind of an impromptu one, but these are the best kind. Yeah. David and I used to do this a lot. Today's uh, story doesn't really... It, it has a title. It's called... I have no idea. <laughs> the, the one of many times you made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's called the uh, it's called the Barbie doll Okay, story. the Barbie doll story. And uh, <laughs> it, it, to, to tell this story about the time I make Nick cry, the one of the many times... <laughs> um, I have to go back to a Boy Scout, or no, a Ranger, Royal Ranger camping trip at your house. Ooh, this was the one where it got flooded and you had to, we did it at my house. I yeah. remember that. Yeah, the campground got flooded out. We had to stay at, at, at Godbout's house. Uh, you want to remember David, uh, Nick's dad, from the episode called The Dial Project that was released around Christmas time. And they were out in the yard and, and there was this kid there. There was, there was a few boys there camping. Uh, doing s'mores and all this kind of stuff, but there's this one kid that was really excitable. He was very. He spoke. He spoke very high in a high voice, and he spoke in in a very eloquent way. I, th- I think I remember his name being Caleb, but I don't know for sure. That's good, and and hopefully he's moved several times since then, so the stalkers won't get him. But yeah, uh, Caleb. Caleb spoke very properly, and he was always very excited about everything that was said. Was this the same boy that knew all seventeen verses to Kumbaya? Oh my gosh, yes. And that's what happened is we pull out the guitar and we're and he's like, I think we should sing Kumbaya. I know all the verses. And and the reason why is because you make up verses. Oh, yeah. I don't think there really are any official ones. Someone's eating, Lord. Yeah. I mean, how how complicated the verses you just writing get. Throw words in the melody that fit and then you- So I got bored with that song very quickly. Yeah. And I pull out the guitar and I begin to sing um ad-libbing this song and i and and here's it didn't really matter what the song was the song was about barbie dolls Mm -hmm. but um i i i made it i said you know caleb we're glad he's here with us because he didn't go to our church i don't know where he came from i think i knew him from school and you invited him yeah okay well i was like uh caleb had really gotten on my nerves so i'm like caleb uh Caleb wanted me to write a song and, 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 uh, he, he came to me and he says, you know, I've really been struggling with what I want to be when I grow up. I don't know what I want to be. He was in I, kindergarten, <laughs> mind you. So yeah, I'm, this was a pre, this was it. I'm 18 years old right now and I still don't know what I want to be. This and is so a kindergarten and first grade group. Yeah. But uh, I was like, yeah, Caleb, uh, he, he's, tr- he's been struggling what he wants to be able to grow up. And he says, you know, I finally figured it out. And I wrote this song, James, I wrote this song and I want you to sing it at the camp out. I want you to tell all the boys and about what I've decided I want to be. And here it is, Caleb. And Caleb's like, huh? I don't know. I don't know. What are you saying? But I'm like, sure you do, man. Sure you do. Sure you do. Here it goes. And I started singing this song. I right at the top of my head. When I grow up, I want to be a Barbie doll. 
When I grow up, I want to be 12 inches tall. I want a pool so I can swim. I want a boyfriend whose name Ken. When I grow up, I want to be a Barbie doll. And this kid is freaking out. I did not. I didn't say that. I mean, his face turns inside out. He's breathing fire. You know, his eyeballs are touching us on the cheeks because they're popping out. So... It was horrifying and awesome. Yes. And and the other boys are laughing. Okay. How much of this do you want to tell? Um, I'll tell you everything I remember because this happened when I was in first or second grade. Because I was asked I to perform this song yeah. live. Your dad was By a children's father. pastor at our church. He asked me to play it yeah. in front of all the kids. Well, and all, like I remember this was in... We were in uh, Georgia at this time, and so we were we were in what we called the White House, and the, the place was packed. How many well, people? Well, it was the old it was the old church. Yeah, which was terribly terribly small and old, and pieces were falling on kids. How many how many people do you think were supposed to be fitting like it legally? Was a, literally a room, maybe about the size we're in. I would say legally probably not more than 35 people. And we probably had 100 kids in there. 150. 150 dude. kids in there. Packed yeah. in there. This was a great Sunday. And so James hadn't started singing yet, but he was strumming the guitar, just trying to explain what this song was about. Yeah, just like I did that night. And But Caleb wasn't there. Caleb wasn't there, but I was. <laughs> And he's just strumming along, and he's just like, this is a song about my friend Nick Godbout. And I'm looking around, and he starts singing the song, exactly the same lyrics you heard, and all of a sudden tears just well up in my eyes, because now 150 other, 149 other kids that I don't even know very well think I want to be a Barbie doll when I grow up. I didn't know how to handle it, so I did what I did best, and I started crying. Oh, and I felt terrible. And yeah, he tried to change the story halfway through the song. Goes, well, the song's about Nick. Um, I can't remember his last name. What was his, who did you? Nick Kilpatrick. Yeah, and the song's about Nick Kilpatrick. I met Nick. Nick, who's twenty one and yeah. capable of handling the emotional drama. Well, halfway through this, I just get out of my chair and I bust out. I'm, I'm just ran across the stage and I was crying my the entire way. I run out the door crying. I think my mom went out to hold me and she still holds me when I cry. Oh, I just, Nick. Uh, I'm so, so scarring. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> you did it so many other times after that. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. It was a great song. Though. It is. I mean, it's one of those things that I look back now and I tear up. <laughs> I used to make you cry a lot. All the time. I mean, you were Salsa Boy. You were the killer Salsa Kid. I still am Salsa Boy. I made you think you were going to die. Yeah. And we were actually, when we were at, we were at a Mexican food restaurant earlier today. Yeah. And he was letting his daughter eat salsa, as much salsa as she wanted. And I was like, if you only knew what your father (laughs) told me when I was a baby. I'm not going to do that to my kid. I love her. Oh, I know that. That's why I didn't say anything. You were Whatever. You were the little brother. I was still a child. <laughs> you were impressionable. And then he pushed me down in the snow and made me cry. That wasn't even that long well, ago. Okay, hold on. No, yes, it was. And my defense was, it wasn't like he pushed me down once. <laughs> no, he didn't. I pushed him down. You pushed me down like four or five times. My, my hands, hands are freezing. My hands were blue. 
They're blue. It's, by the fourth, by I the time I started again. crying, by, yeah, by the time I started crying, you pushed me down again. I think I literally told you one time my goal is to make you cry. One time, every time I see you, you told me that every time you made me cry. Well, I'm, I'm done for what, today. You know what it was, dude. I, I hate this. I hate that I did that. But you pulled the older brother out in me. <laughs> I tortured my siblings yeah. relentlessly. Stories I can't even tell on the show. And and but I don't know. Paul <laughs> Paul was always so kind to you. Yeah. Your I brother, Rockstar Paul. Yeah. So kind. And I think I didn't help it. I was I'm a uh, PK um and we are notorious for just being That's a the pastor's m- kid. Pastor's kid, yes. We're notorious for being the meanest little kids you've ever meet because we can get away with it because we are the pastors. You kids. know what? Though? So, that doesn't apply to you guys. You guys are the only PKs I've ever met. <laughs> well, that's not true because I've met some since, but the first ones I ever met yeah. that, that I didn't want to kill. Oh yeah, you guys are awesome. <laughs> my dad punched. But I, you still needed to be tortured. <laughs> my dad punched one of the PKs in Florida in the forehead when he was seven years old. <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> once again another story. So. Oh my goodness! So I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the Barbie doll song. I'm gonna have to now that I've done that. I'm gonna have to record it and attach it to the end yeah, of the show. It's got verses and everything. It's not about me while you're listening to it. <laughs> it is, dude. And when I when no, I talked it's, about it's it, it's about in pro- Caleb. It's not about me. <laughs> when I was in church too, I built it up so much oh, bigger too. I was sure like, did. this young man came to me. And he's like, I've been asking the Lord what I'm supposed to be. And finally the Lord responded and I wrote this song. I wrote it down and I want you to share it wherever you go. Wherever you go, Nick. (laughs) I'm going to do this for you, brother. It wasn't that a lot of people thought I wanted to be a Barbie doll. It's my Mm. best friends who I tried to act tough for at the age of six or seven. Thought I wanted to be a Barbie doll. Oh, man. And there was nothing more nothing cool now about, about a boy wanting to be a Barbie doll. Not a bit. Especially the boyfriend who's named Ken part. Yeah. They always go, Ooh, he wants a boyfriend. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so for more on Nick, you can listen to uh, the uh, episode called Killer Salsa. You can look up the Basement Ghost Man episode, episode three, Nixon mentioned in there. Uh, the mm-hmm. Dial Program episode. Is, I actually haven't listened to that episode. So. Yeah, that's the one your dad told where you were thinking they were going to move and leave you or oh something. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whatever. All right. it's uh, We're going to pause a little bit and uh, we'll be right back with the rest of the show. Thanks, Nick. No problem. E-N-V mail. It's time for a little bit of that, and uh, let's start with the emails first. I'm going to read them, and you can respond all you want. This one's from Casey McCoy. I was in Office Depot today after my piano lesson because my sister got a laptop because my mom loves her the most. My mom was asking questions about an extended warranty while I was messing around with the other computers that I didn't. my mom didn't buy me because I'm the youngest <laughs> and was an accident, and she doesn't love me. Hey, now. Hey. That's hitting a little too close to home. Well, you know, you were an accident. Did I, they tell you? No, I was not an accident. I was a mistake. <laughs> That's what they tell me. <laughs> awesome if uh if you know it or not vista has a sidebar with a clock stocks photos etc well i put notes on every single one of those computers and had them say listen to nobody's listening podcast nobody's listening rocks and i put an nl cast i put nl cast as two of the computers homepage. thank you casey for nice. spreading the gospel of kennison <laughs> you're a true disciple and we're sorry you were a mistake 
I mean an accident. All right. I'm the mistake. Hey, James and David, hopefully. See, they don't care about you. It's all right. It's you're, a re- first time. you're a David replacement. They are going to be banging on the door of the website for me to come back. Yeah, because that website has a door, and I'll get one <laughs> installed if it doesn't. Uh, okay, so I went to college in Mississippi uh, for a student excursion. And uh, in my first night in the dorm, I was, I was with a person I'd never met before. I got up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night and knocked over his huge mirror. Somehow he did not wake up, but I was freaking out. So I called my dad at like 530 in the morning, and I told him. All he could say was that I had to be honest. So the next day, I told the mirror's owner um, about what happened. When I told him, uh, he said, dude, that was my grandma's mirror, and she died last week. And I was so shocked. I was so shocked. So I started crying. Yes, I cried. And I was trying to figure out how in the world I was going to replace this thing. Money wasn't going to do it. And what could I do to help? I continued this for an hour. And then he started laughing. I don't believe it was for an hour, but it probably felt like it. He started laughing. Turns out he was lying. He got it free at a yard sale. And he made sure that... uh, uh, I don't know. He made sure that this story got to all of his friends. Mm -hmm. So this was from Drew. Thanks, Drew. Don't ever be ashamed to cry. Just <laughs> if you leave this, if you stop listening to this podcast and you only walk away with one thing, it's that you don't need to be ashamed to cry. Yeah, Nick, the crybaby, says that. Whatever. Blake, Blake writes, "Hey, nobody's listening. Here's an April here's an April Fool's story for you guys. Uh, today was April Fools, and uh, I was on my best guard all day. Only one prank actually got me." But man, it was a good one. Me and my friends were sitting at lunch. One of my friends offered me a bag of mini Oreos, saying he couldn't finish them. Giving leftover, giving leftovers is an everyday thing, so I didn't think anything about it. I ate the first one and noticed it had a strange taste, a minty flavor. <sighs> man, I made a strange face, but my friend told me they were new mint-flavored Oreos. Having eaten a little meal and I was still hungry, I ate another. When I looked up, everyone was glaring with big smiles at me, and my friend then told me, that the middle of the Oreo was not mint-flavored filling, it was toothpaste. I had eaten two Oreos filled with toothpaste under the assumption that they were just mint-flavored. Needless to say, I don't trust them anymore. That's Blake. That could be harmful to the yeah, body. Yeah, I, I think it could. That's why middle schoolers should not be allowed to have friends. <laughs> Pretty much not allowed to talk to anyone. I didn't have any friends in middle school, and look how it turned out. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you don't have friends in middle school, you probably don't have friends now. Uh, That's true. Thank you, Jeff, my only friend on MySpace. <laughs> just listen. Yeah, this is from Luke. Uh, just listening to some old episodes, and I was inspired by the finger lie. Uh, my first summer working at my scout camp, I was 15. I was not much older than many of the campers who were there. I was put in charge of a weekly cross-cut saw competition. You know, the big two-man lumber saws? Yeah. One week, the guys uh, working the saw managed to jump it out of the groove, and Ooh. the kid holding the log yanked his hands away. The first words of his mouth were, I'm okay, it didn't get me, and then he lifted his hands up to show us, and the scan across both his thumb knuckles split open to reveal the bone, oh. followed by a flow of blood. <laughs> so I'm trying to yank a pair of first aid gloves on, which ripped as I pulled on them. Ooh. So I finally grabbed this kid's hands with my bandana. I lift them into the air to slow the bleeding. Fortunately, some older staffers saw, and they came to my rescue. The kid didn't even need stitches, I think. Just some good bandages. Mm. The ultimate punchline was that he had just completed the Extreme Frontier Camping Program. He had lived in the woods throwing hatchets and foraging, foraging or foraging, I don't know, and all kinds of dangerous stuff for a week. So I guess it was foraging. And then he got hurt on the fun night at the very end of camp. Hmm. Boo. 
I never liked camp. <laughs> any any particular reason why? Um, I don't think so. I just I remember not liking it. Okay, I, it wasn't my fault though. I think I developed a rash from the woods, <laughs> and it's just scarred me from my <laughs> where. And under my on my armpits. Really? Like, yeah. Was, I don't. And then deodorant didn't help. I thought it would, but it actually just kind of made it burn. I don't know. Did I ever tell the story of the loofah on this show? Oh no! I think please. I did. Okay. I think I did. This is also Nick, the guy that the, the loofah. I used the loofah <laughs> to wash his derriere. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> it hurt? Well, you know what? I wish I knew it was that terribly was clean, so... And just in case, folks, just in case you don't go back and listen to every episode, um, Nick's, uh, Nick used to smell. And Still I had, do. And I had to tell him about it. I said, dude, you got to clean. It's the best thing he's, he's ever like, done He's like, I do, I do. I said, no, you had to clean the crevice, folks. you got to clean the crevice. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I, I noticed a couple weeks later, he's, he's smelling good. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm cleaning, but it hurts. <laughs> And I'm like, why? Why does it hurt? He says, well, I'm using this loofah. I'm losing this this thing, and it hurts. And I'm like, dude, you're not supposed to use that. Use a washcloth or something. Sandpaper. And about that time, his sister, who's about a year and a half older than him, says, what are you using? I'm using this pink loofah to clean my crevice, you know. What? And she's freaking <laughs> out because this is the same one she uses to clean her face. So for two weeks, soap cleans all things. So I mean, I don't think so. It disinfects. I would not use a toilet brush to clean my dishes. Okay, point made. Thank you. Whatever. Our last email is from Brad. He says your story about the fat guy in the training video reminded me of a story about my cousin Jessica. He just called you fat, Jessica. <laughs> when she was in high school, she drove a tiny old Toyota Corolla that barely putted along. One night after church, she went out with several friends. Sorry, I was petting along with Oh, okay. And then uh, put it along. One night after church, she went out with several friends, one of which was a really big guy that squeezed into the front seat of her little car. At one point, she had to go up a steep hill, and the little Toyota was struggling just to make it up. Dang, where's your, where's your, where's your sound effects now? There you go. My cousin, without thinking, tried to defend her little car and said out loud, my car isn't used to carrying this much weight. Oh, my gosh. She was referring, of course, to the number of people in the car, but everyone thought that she meant the huge guy sitting in the front seat. Her brother, just a year younger than she, totally called her out, and she was immediately realized how she immediately realized how it sounded. After turning several shades of red and purple, she attempted to explain herself, but the damage was done. I personally love it when someone finally feels comfortable enough with me to make source, some sort of a humorous, a humorous weight reference. I try to get really serious face, and I say in an offended voice, was that some sort of fat joke? <laughs> you should try it. It's fun. Brad, what are you trying to say, dude? Are you trying I See, I'm that magical fat level where I'm not completely fat. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. I'm just a bigger dude. Yeah. I have skinny legs, which helps. I wish I had skinny legs. But I am not to the point where people, I'm comfortable. It's like bald guys. Guys that are completely bald, you can crack jokes on. Yeah. Like my friend Mark. Yeah. Um, but people that are struggling with baldness, <laughs> you can't do it. 
I'm that way with my weight. I'm struggling yeah. with my weight. So you can't make fat jokes because I will feel. Well, I I was I was a I was a chubby kid. I had to Dude, shop in the husky section. You were delightfully chubby though. <laughs> you were a yes. cute fat kid. Yes. You were not pudgy like Pillsbury Doughboy fat. You were just a bigger husky yeah. boy. I like I said, I shopped in the husky section. You, you were of evenly distributed. And um You did not shop. Okay. Your mom my mom for you. But you know, I was always one to make jokes about myself and my weight, so kids started making them about me, and that's when it—that's when it got hurtful, and that's when I stopped eating. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Wait, he didn't w- stop Weight eating. Watchers. Yeah, Weight Watchers and a growth spurt from Hades. Yeah, I thought I was really good at losing weight. Turns out I was just really good just at growing. Stretching. <laughs> You're like Stretch Armstrong. You know, big fat guy, and stretch him out. He's skinny. That's what happened. Hey, listen to this. What? Maybe David. <laughs> this is Lobo from Connecticut. Oh, hi. Uh, I just got done listening to your computer show. Thank you. And so I, I. kind of heard it the the, uh, the insinuation that uh, you know only college kids listen to your show. I'm 32 years old. I'm oh, be 33. Just a young I think pup. your show is awesome. Thank you. I listen to it on a regular basis. I wait for it. Yeah, uh, it's one of the regulars that I download on uh, off of iTunes. Or actually, cool. it comes right to my uh, my iTunes. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, James, you're doing a great thing. Thank you. Um, I don't sound like a middle schooler, hopefully. No, I no. I probably don't really sound like that much of a man either, but... No, you do. Whatever. I, I, have, have, uh, I have two little girls, and um, my uh, my oldest is three years old, much like yours. Cool. And uh, she, uh, she listens to uh, Nobody's Listening when I listen to it at home. And uh, I think it's a great thing you're doing. So, and funny. Wicked funny. So, uh, keep up the good work, brother. Peace. Okay, dude, you had three kids in three years. This goes out to your wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry you didn't choose better. Give the woman a break for the love. <laughs> I waited three years between kids. Anyway, this is from uh, someone pretty, pretty important to the show. Here you go. Hey guys, this is your niece Emily. Hey. And uh, I just wanted to let you know that at school, I've been leaving like little notes like on my teacher's boards and stuff, like saying, um, hey, everyone needs to check out Nobody's Listening, or I'd write down your, whew, I'm out of breath, I just ran, sorry. <laughs> She's so eager to get um, on the show. Would write down your web address or whatever, and when you know it, somebody came up, said they checked it out, they... Uh, it was the janitor. <laughs> listen to the most recent episode i think and um then they Walter. told me that they loved it and they put all the episodes ever made of nobody's listening on their ipod i thought that was awesome so uh, yeah i just want to let you know that i'm spreading the gospel of kenford <laughs> all right and, uh, all i gotta say about that is hallelujah Bye. hallelujah the good news See, great joy that's why it pays to have cool nieces seriously so hey well, check this out shut up hey so, nobody's listening this is josh aka wild kid and all i gotta say is you guys have an awesome show see ya dude he is not that's not the way i imagine him sounding <laughs> he sounds like such a man all right uh here's one more this says actually ironically has something to do with your family Mine? Hey, James and Guest Shows. This is Blake, Carpe Diem from the forums, and I have something I think you guys will enjoy. Today in English class, we were supposed to write limericks, and the first thing that came to my mind, for whatever reason, was Rockstar Paul. 
So here's the limerick I wrote about Rockstar Paul. Rockstar Paul once took the stage, only to meet a D&D mage. Several spells the mage did cast, to put silence to Paul at last, until he died of old age. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Bye. (laughs) So Paul's dead. We knew that from From D&D. A mage got him. Yeah. It's a shame. Alright, here's another one. Hey, James and possibly David. I don't really have a story. I just want to say how much I like the show and just keep it up. It keeps my Mondays looking forward to them. Thank you. It keeps my Mondays looking forward to them. Very few people look forward to Mondays, actually. That's true. That's true. I'm glad you translated that for me. Here's uh, here's the last one for tonight. For tonight. Hi, this is um, Christian or Gulp Yo from the forums. I'm just telling about a story that I posted on the forums. It's about the day my dad tried to kill me. He um, had something open in the ground. I think in we our all have a story like that. Pipe or something electrical. I've got two. Pipe's not electrical. Okay. Um. He called me over, he made me touch something, like hold a wire or something for him, and then he flipped the switch, which immediately shocked me. I was, you know, considerably younger than him. Yeah, that, that's so typical. it hurt me way more than it hurt him, and I was angry. But I um, got him later because I hit him with a hose, and <laughs> I walked up behind him and blew a whistle in his today. ear. Thanks if you put this on the show and i might call in another one okay that's why i love middle schoolers dude i was considerably younger than my dad well these days i guess you do need to let people know he shocked me so i beat him with a hose (laughs) i did get him back mom's got a stepdad for me now oh how you like me now daddy yeah i don't know man what's the other thing he said um Oh, I can't remember. Me neither. Gosh, but yeah, significantly younger. Make sure you you add details like that, people, yes. when you call in the show. Let us know uh, things like that because who knows? Maybe Dad was significantly younger. Ooh, and then it switched or something. I don't know. It's not really funny. But I don't listen know to how this. That would this work. is funny. Yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. That's right. We don't want to scare your children, folks. So, we love your children. Uh, with that in mind, we're going to go ahead and wrap this show up. It's episode 63 in the BAG, as we like to say it. Um, hey, you know what? You ought to um, do some things for us, peeps. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, wait. Uh, not closing statements. We have to give away a button. Okay. We do that every every week. I have a button. Um, we have to give it away to the to the. Sh- Story or voicemail or whatever that made us laugh the most. So what was it? Let's go through them again. Office Depot with Casey. That was more of an infomercial. Um, Let's see. There was uh, the college with the mirror that broke. April Fool's with the toothpaste. Um, The lumberjack mishap. And uh, fat joke. Um, as well as our voicemails, Wyo Kid, Emily, Lobo, the old people listen. A lot of our stuff was uh, was not really stories. So Christian, I think it's yeah. between Christian and Brad. Brad was the fat joke in the car. Christian was the dad tried to kill me. What do you say? I'll let you choose. I, I laughed at Christian. Really? Yes. Like, 
You laugh the most yes. at Christian. Okay, Christian, you got your button today, dude. So congratulations. Send me your uh, your address if you can, and uh, we'll go ahead and send you out a button, dude. You know we're oh news item. I never put all the news in the news thing. I got some uh, stickers on the way. Nice. I'm getting nobody's listening stickers. Nice. So they may replace the um, the buttons, but I'm definitely going to try to sell them. I need them. I need the money. Just Slap kidding. them on your cars. Slap them on your laptops. <laughs> Slap them on your dad to get them back for shocking you. Slap them on stop signs. Slap them on your mama. There you go. All right, now I can do closing statements. Call us with your stories at 816-298-0823. Email us at nobody'slistening2us at gmail.com with your comments and stories. Visit us online at nlcast.com. We have daily, almost daily stories, and uh, you guys can send those in. There's another news segment that didn't make it in the segment. I have totally focused the the website to mimic and be a lot like the experience you have on Nobody's Listening once a week. So go over there and subscribe to the RSS feed and have stories delivered to your uh, reader every single day. I also have a... (laughs) I also have a project that I'm working on. Man, I had so many news items that I didn't put in there. Uh, it's called the Draw You the Picture, Draw You a Picture Project, and every week on a Monday, I'm posting a drawing um, from suggestions by you. We're starting with the letter A, and we pick a character and a description where every letter starts with A. We did that one, and uh, let's see if I can pull that up real quick. The um, Oh, my goodness. It was called, uh, the winner was Alana, the amazing, amiable, acrobatic accounting angel from Australia. And that was two weeks ago. Last, this past Monday, uh, we got to, I drew Beelzebub, the boo man, or the basement boo man's best bud bar none. Mm-hmm. You can see those on nlcast.com. And uh, what you can do, we're on C now, so you can post a comment to the Beelzebub post and uh, and offer C ones. Let me read the ones that are up there now already. We've already got four suggestions. Uh, one of them is Charlie the Chubby Chip Crunching Chicken. <laughs> Chung the Crazy Carrot Cutting Chef from China. Carl the Crow Caught a Cold While Catching Caterpillars. And Carl the Clucking Tree Chicken of Chili. <laughs> that was inspired by the Chicken Tree episode. So get on the get on the forums as well. But there's a lot going on at nlcast.com. So uh, you know, get on over there. If you like our show, you will love the website. That's kind of what I've what I've got going on over there. And um, another thing to keep in mind, we we should probably move news back to the end of the show. <laughs> I have a Wow gift card that Ooh. as soon as I find it, I'm going to give it away on the show. So I don't know how. If you have suggestions on how I should give that away, uh, go ahead and send those in. Visit us online. Leave us an iTunes review if you haven't yet. We're still trying to get two more spaces up to the front page in iTunes. Only two more spaces, people. We can do this. And lastly, tell a friend. Tell a friend however you can. Uh, tell as many people in as many ways as possible. Especially that's your grandma. That's our goal. That's our goal. All right, folks. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nick. Where can they find you again? Um... MySpace backslash <laughs> forward slash forward slash just say slash Snake Eater Music or I'm gonna go ahead out on a limb. Um, my personal MySpace. I always love getting new friends okay. because one is not enough. <laughs> um, MySpace.com forward slash morning underscore stars. Um, you can find me there. Okay. Get on there, send me a message, leave me a comment, add me as your friend. See, I'm a MySpace snob. I only add people to my personal one if I know you in person. Yeah, I was like that 
two and then I joined a band and there were just so many kids right. from around the area that asked to be my friends saying, I hey, we know, you, we know you're in Snake Eater. And so we well, just that's why kinda... Nobody's Listening has its own. Uh, and I let anybody in. Unless your picture is perverse or you're trying to convince me that online uh, uh, surveys are really cool to do yeah. for money. I, yeah. I'll add you, but anyway. All right, um, doesn't matter, Nick. Nobody's going to add you as your friend. I'm sorry, because nobody's, nobody's listening. listening. Look at you. Look at you. You listen to the show. I sure do. Awesome. I just know how David can't ever get it right, so I had to make sure I I did. mess with him, though. Oh, okay. I try to mess him up. <laughs> uh, all right, Nick, thanks Beautiful. for real, dude. No problem. Talk to you no later. Problem. I shut it off. Hi, this is Vance. I have a little story from whenever I was first hired at my current job. Now, I've been there for almost 11 years, so I think now I can tell the story. After I'd been there for about two years, um, we'd been bringing our dogs to the office at church, and it just seemed like kind of a cool thing. Everybody would do it every once in a while. And I brought a puppy with me one time, and I had her upstairs and kind of quarantined off from where we were, and she was doing real fine. But one of the other uh, staff members, the youth guy, and it's always the youth guy to do something crazy like this, he opens the door, lets the puppy out, and she makes her way downstairs into the senior pastor's office, so into my boss's office. Well, I go down there, and and I find her, and I get her, and, and I think everything's cool. The next day, uh pastor is sitting in his office, and he looks at the secretary, and he says, what is that I smell? And he looks down, and the poop, the puppy had pooped. In, on the floor mat right under his chair, and he had been rolling his chair through the puppy poop. Um, when I found out, I was incredibly embarrassed, thought I was going to be fired on the spot. I wasn't, um, but that was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. See ya. Hi, James, and whoever is co-hosting, this is Connie from Ohio, and I wanted to share a soccer story. Dun, dun, dun! Anyway... Um, when I was in college, I got a phone call from a stranger, a man, and uh, he said he had seen me in a public area, and a friend of mine told him who I was and gave him my phone number. And so he was calling. He wanted to meet me. And I must admit, I was dumb as a brick when I was in college. And I said, sure, how will I know? who you are. And he proceeded to describe himself to me. He said that he was about 5'2 and about 200 pounds. And uh, he described himself a little bit more. And I said, uh, okay, well, at least I had the brains to tell him I would meet him in a public area. So I'm sitting in this public area, the student union, and I'm looking around for a short, round dude. And all of a sudden, this really slender, good-looking dude comes up to me and he goes, Connie? And I looked and I went, yes? And he goes, I'm the one who called. And, it, and he said that he was testing me to see that I was not prejudicial because of height or size. Although the reason he wanted to see me is because he thought I was something or all that or something like that. So he wanted to make sure I wasn't prejudicial, even though uh, apparently he was. So anyway, I just wanted to let you know that uh, I did succumb to a stalker for a moment. Uh, he ended up being an all right type of dude, but anyway, it just was sort of freaky. And uh, if nothing else, let this be a warning to the young folks, uh, middle school and up. Um, just because someone calls you up and says they want to meet you, hmm, 
think about it. So, anyway, thanks for letting me share. Bye. Hey, James. It's Josh, a.k.a. WyoKid, from the forums, and I have a quick question. Did you ever have any trouble calling into Scott Johnson's show, like, just kind of and just hang up? Because I just recently did that for Infendo, so I just thought you would get a kick out of this. Uh, listeners, go to the forums. It is very, very fun. Uh, that's all. You guys have a great show. Uh, I'll keep listening. Bye. Hi, this is Gulpio from the forums, back again with another voicemail. Um, it's about a dream I had, and it was a nightmare about, I had an iPhone as big as my computer screen. It slid up to reveal a full keyboard and the standard keypad, like, next to each other. Okay? And then I... I, uh, pretty sure I broke a sewer pipe with it, okay? And then the water got angry. No, wait, I'm, I'm confused. I'm tired, okay. The water, I got angry because the water got all over my iPhone, which broke it. I turned into a Hulk slash wolf-like beast, tore apart the Oval Office, found my new iPhone, and immediately went to the bathroom to relieve myself of the horrible suspense that I had just endured. Thanks. You put this on the show, and thanks for listening it. Do it if you don't. Bye. When I grow up, I want to be a Barbie doll. When I grow up, I want to be 12 inches tall. I want a pool so I can swim I want a boyfriend whose name can And when I grow up, yeah I want to be a Barbie doll When I grow up I want to be a Barbie doll When I grow up I want to be 12 inches tall I want a swimsuit and some flippers I want a little sister named Skipper Hey, when I grow up, yeah I want to be a Barbie doll And I'll have long hair I'll go nowhere I'll eat no eggs, yeah And my hips are wide My head's hollow inside And I am mostly legs I've got a horse And a dog, of course And I've even been a mermaid I've got long hair So I'll go nowhere I'll sit and drink some Kool-Aid But what gets a Barbie doll for? To stomp and mash and beat on the floor Yeah, yeah La-da-da-da Hey, hey I wanna be a Barbie doll Hey, yeah Hey, yeah when I grow up, I want to be a Barbie doll. When I grow up, I want to be 12 inches tall. And if someone pulls off my head, you might think that I'd be dead. Oh, but I'll be fine, yeah. Cause I'll be a Barbie doll. Yeah, when I grow up. Hey, when I grow up, yeah, yeah. Oh, when I grow up, I want to be a Barbie doll. Yeah. 
Love you, Nick. Barbie doll freak.